everybody, this is episode eight of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. This episode was originally recorded live on January 6th, 2014. Happy New Year, motherfuckers! Our friends at Steam suffer a DDoS attack. Yes, that means DOS, the operating system, attacked them. NVIDIA blows Joe away with some announcements at CES. We share our thoughts on one of the first commercial Steam boxes. And Metal Gear Solid V gets a naughty rating from the ESRB, first since 2006. As always, we talk about the games burning up our PCs and consoles this week and what we've got our eyes on for next week. That and more on this episode of Whippin'. Evening gamers, welcome to another episode of What I'm Playing Now. We are on episode eight. We are just cruising through to ten. Trying to get to double digits already. <laughs> not if we not if we freeze to death. First. Try, yeah, yeah. This is just this this is, where we live, people. It is fucking cold. Yeah, we're coming live to you from fucking Antarctica right now. Yeah, Jesus, it's like supposed to get to be negative 18 out here they're saying already the wind chills minus almost minus 40 around here yeah it's it's i just checked the way i've got next right up right now it's minus 40 outside here we took our dogs out my wife put a shirt and a sweater on the one dog and then a sweater on the other and then the the one dog his paws were getting cold when i took him out earlier so we got socks and i actually used velcro ties velcro cable ties and put the socks around his paws and velcroed him out the socks onto his paws. Oh my God, and you, know, dude. you know what? It actually worked. It actually Did worked because he was he was running around and he wasn't lifting up his paws, limping like he was earlier today. Uh-huh. So it actually worked. One of the girls I work with gave me that tip. So I was just like, I texted her back. I go, that worked. I go, that was fucking awesome. So well, you know, way to you know, way to get some tips from a coworker to save your dog in the winter. Hey, and you know what? It, it, it was we've tried. We picked up boots for a previous dog we had, um, and they just wouldn't even stay on them. Even though we got smalls, they would just flop off. Oh wow! So that's why that's why the a sock, a, just a nice booty sock, um, with that only goes up to like your ankle, with just a that that Velcro cable tie worked mm-hmm. perfect around his little paws. It's kind of funny. So enough dog talk for now. Although we've been playing with the dog a lot this week. Um, Hit us up, what I'm playing now at gmail.com. That is our email address. On Twitter, we can be followed at what I'm playing now. Drop the G on Facebook. We are what I'm playing now, and we are jumping right into news stories. No, we're not. 
okay, we're not. <laughs> we're done. I, I need I need to go warm up. Actually, <laughs> I need I need somebody that somebody maybe maybe if somebody DDoSed us, we maybe we get a little warmer. Ooh. So Steam was DDoSed. Um, good good shake, way, Joe. <laughs> Steam was DDoSed over the weekend. I think during their last day of sales, um, I actually picked up several games um, from the sales this week, both from them and Humble Bundle. While you were DDoSing um, them, well, I well, well, I was DDoSing everybody <laughs> and just fucking. I'm like DDoSing this person, DDoSing that person. So, um, yeah, they were DDoSed. It was, I guess, their store was kind of hard to get for a while. I know. I think we talked about last week. Um, their store was really hard to get to when they put a Left 4 Dead free um, up there for Christmas, which was completely insane. <laughs> Um, I hadn't been on Steam that much this week, especially during the last couple of days of the sale. So I really didn't notice it too much. I don't know if you were playing any Steam games this week. No, um, I, I, I'm you, pretty you know much. What I, did you know what I was playing this week? <laughs> hang on a second. Let me see. Mm, I'm guessing. No, you were not because you were on your fucking Vita playing Persona 4 Golden, which we'll get to later. Um, but that's a whole other section of the podcast. So. People don't DDoS Steam, and that's kind of weak. People are just trying to play games on there, have some fun. That is just really fucking lame. If you're doing shit like that, you know. Now we're gonna get DDoS. Thanks, Joe. Kitties, go do something else. So, um, if they DDoS our website, that's um, under control of Squarespace, and Squarespace has had their own problems with DDoS um, for the past couple of weeks. So, I think they're getting kind of used to it. <laughs> it must be welcome home 20, 2014 the year of ddosing so ooh, i like that i like that crazy year, the year of the ddos the low orbit ion cannon <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna jump over to vegas where it's probably fucking nice and warm hell of a lot warmer than where we are now them sons of bitches <laughs> i love vegas man vegas rocks i've never been there dude dude it's it's awesome it's awesome. The wife and I went there for our honeymoon. Spectacular. We've been we've been there actually more times than any place else, and I don't know why. My brother got, we went there, we went there for our honeymoon. My brother got married there. I was there for work last year. For some reason, the wife and I just keep ending up back in fucking Vegas. Maybe you should just move there. I mean, that's ah, it's, oh, I don't know if I could live there. Yeah, I heard it's just, I heard it's a different it's crazy. Place. I heard it's a different. Place. Yeah, it's, never, yeah, never it's been definitely. There, but, you know, yeah. So it's definitely different. And so I don't, I, I don't know about that, but um, out in Vegas right now, CES is going on. So there is just a hell of a lot of stuff going on. Um, some of it game related. Um, one of the stories that I wanted to point out to people um, was I think NVIDIA had their press conference from what I saw in my Twitter feed last night. They had their press conference last night, like 9 p.m. Eastern time. It was fucking something ridiculous. It was it might have even been later. I know I was sitting around just flipping through, through Twitter before I was going to sleep and it was like fucking NVIDIA's, you know, thing starts at like 20 minutes and I'm like, Fucking starts 20 minutes. I'm crawling into fucking bed. I'm like, I know, I know they're three hours behind us, but I was like, Jesus Christ, what fucking time are they starting? That's when so you I, think, I think it was, that's when you should have called them. Like, listen, my name's Joe Luzzi, right? <laughs> you went way too late here. I think, I think it was about 10 o'clock our time. So it was probably about seven o'clock their time. So oh, probably yeah. not too bad. Yeah, balls all that. I was sleeping by then, man. But it was one of the things that uh, NVIDIA has a couple of cool things that I think are really going to make some gaming things interesting here. So they have a new chip coming out, the K1 chip. 
Um, this is going to be a system on a chip, and it sounds like this thing's going to fucking rock. Um, from what I'm, from what I've, what little bit I've read about it, and I'm going to be reading about it more. So maybe we'll talk about it more in the upcoming weeks as we get some more information in on it. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a really, really powerful, basically CPU for mobile. Um, they're going to have two different flavors of it, but it sounds like it's going to be able to run the Unreal Engine, the Unreal Four engine, which for a mobile chip is fucking insane, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you had mentioned one thing before the podcast, which we can bring up heat-wise. I oh, mean, yeah. is this thing is this thing going to melt a tablet or a oh, phone? You I, hold up to I, your nose. Head, I, I you know? guarantee you will. I guarantee you will. Because what's going to happen is somebody's going to try to put this into a really sh- like chintzy chassis. Yeah, and it's just gonna fucking melt in your hands. So it's who knows? Maybe they're gonna come out with some thin fans that can go on top of these things. And, you know, oh my god! Can you? They're gonna, come out, they're gonna come out with liquid cooling for tablets. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I'm sure probably somebody already has. So that was. I've got it on my. Sure. Uh, I've got it on my Galaxy Tab too. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody already has that. But I was playing Frozen so much, you know. I. Had to, <laughs> <laughs> I was Bless playing was, Frozen and the tablet wasn't frozen, so I had to freeze a bitch. That's what that's, I did. That game was probably what was keeping it cool. Uh, um, but it basically has DX11 support, OpenGL 4.4, CUDA 6.0, and they're saying that the graphics are going to be fucking similar to an Xbox 360 or PS3, possibly even a little better. Well, on, a mobile, hope, on a mobile would, device. That sounds sick. Right, but... It, I would hope it would be a little better than the 360. I mean, you're comparing that to aged hardware now, even though it's on a mobile device. True. You're still comparing that to aged hardware. We know what that standard is. We're expecting that standard. Uh, Let's take it up a notch. You know, I mean, if you're going to go balls to the wall with this processor like you are now, you might as well just, you know, push it to full nine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'd like to see something a little better, but I... I would like to get my hands on this. I would be really interested to see how our tablet design is going to change because of processors like this, because physically speaking, they're, they're probably not going to hold up to the heat. Yeah. That'll be something that's going to be really interesting to see how they can actually keep this cool. Um, and just what this thing can all do. I mean, that's when you're looking at one of the graphs they have here is like they have the GeForce Titan, which is like their huge, monster of a thousand dollar cpu card and its power consumes 250 watts they're saying the tegra k1 kepler graphics is less than two watts wow so Hmm. they may have come out with something that is just super efficient power wise to be able to pump out that much power which if they did they fucking rock (laughs) <laughs> right and then next year we're gonna find out that one cpu kills 10 monkeys <laughs> and then pete is gonna get pissed <laughs> so we're gonna keep an eye on the k1 chip and we'll probably talk about it some more in the future um who knows we even talk about that on the linux show because that may be something that may be interesting for that show even oh yeah if it's supporting open gl man somebody's gonna be cranking something out on that oh definitely and, and so, can you can you imagine just just for one second? Can you imagine? And, and I don't know I'm probably what the state of things now. I don't imagine this being very efficient, but it would be interesting to see if somebody could create a Bitcoin farm with tablets <laughs> using this processor. 
I, you know, I don't see why they couldn't. I mean, truthfully, I don't see why they could. I mean, but I'll, Bitcoins take so long to mine right now. You'd probably want to do like the doggy coins or whatever they are. Well, that's the that's Doge what I was, coins. Yeah, that's what I was saying was because at this point right now, it, it you know, mathematically speaking, it's so hard to actually create Bitcoins anymore. Yeah. That, you know, you're just in the process of moving them, you know, from hand to hand. So, yeah, I don't. But it would be interesting. Yeah, I've always wanted to get into that, to try one of those things. And I wish I would have gotten into the Bitcoins when I had first heard about them over a year ago. And I just never played around with it. Well, you know, we, we'd be rich and then the CIA and FBI would be knocking on our front doors. Probably they'd be coming in, taking my taking my doggy coins. So the other thing that um, NVIDIA announced, they have their G-Sync integrated monitors coming out in quarter two of 2014. And so what the G-Syncs are supposed to do is they are supposed to, um, from the Polygon article, I will just quote, remove latency and image stuttering caused by playing with vertical sync on, by with by playing with vertical synchronization, V-Sync on, and screen tearing caused by playing with V-Sync off. Basically where the GPU usually syncs with the monitor, with G-Sync the display only refreshes after the GPU has finished rendering a frame, avoiding the screen tearing, stuttering, and input lag. So what it sounds like is these monitors have a module on them, from what, from what I'm getting out of this, that is basically going to work with your NVIDIA card to where they are basically in the same sync the whole time. So you don't have to force a refresh rate. They're always going to be refreshing on the same page. So there's going to be no tearing or stuttering or anything like that, which will be kind of interesting why it's taken so long for somebody to come out with something like this. Considering this problem has been around in graphics for, oh, just a few years, I'd say. Just a few years. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a big... I'm not a, I'll just say it right now. I'm not a big NVIDIA fan. I've always been, you know, AMD, ATI, that kind of thing. We'll forgive you for that. That's okay. Oh, I, well, I mean, you know, it's only the graphics that are featured in, you know, the PS4 and, and you know, and the, the Xbox One. Yeah, exactly. So and I know. know you can do, what is it, the trace effects? You guys, you can get real. Trace effects, all fuck You can get yeah, real dude. hair rendering. I mean, Tomb Raider, her hair looks real. <laughs> it looks amazing. Now, now the culling on that though, that's different. It's not very accurate, but, <laughs> but you can make Lara Croft look like a sexy bitch as if she already isn't one. <laughs> so, so, so anyways, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just always, I, I feel warm and fuzzy with the AMD stuff. Um, this stuff, the, the G-Sync looks interesting to me only because I'd, I'd be interested from a technical standpoint to see what it was they did to, circumvent the v-sync problem right you know because it it's always something i mean i remember writing games when i and i i still run into it occasionally when i write you know hobby games and stuff just you know v-sync can be a bitch sometimes and if it's not catered to properly you're you're tanking your cpu at 100 percent. you know what i mean and then even with newer games if you enable v-sync with a bunch of other stuff it'll tank your cpu too yeah um so yeah i'd be interested to see what they did to fix it or you know, supposedly fix it. Yeah, um, I, yeah. It's it sounds like you need to have one of these monitors. Um, I'm gonna have to read up a little bit more about it. It sounds like you can use it. It's something you can use with your current monitor because it says the G-Sync module can be built into a monitor or installed onto an existing display. But I thought I had heard something 
when this was announced originally that it was that it had to be installed on the monitor. It wasn't something you could add on. So I'm going to have to look into this. I don't I don't know if Polygon got that right or if that's something new that's come out since when I had originally heard about these from some other podcasts. How the so hell would do, you do that? How the hell would you do that without actually I disassembling the monitor? No I mean, fucking clue. Unless that's, you're unless you're me. You know, I, I've, I've taken shit. I've taken, I used to work for Dell, for, you know, repairing TVs and monitors. I know how those mm-hmm. things, you know, get torn apart and where to put shit at. But I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to go to like, I don't know, micro center and buy a, a G sync kit for some I, random monitor. I don't know. That's the thing. It's, we're going to have to wait and see what that, what it happens. It sounds like NVIDIA from the article, NVIDIA had sent out modules to professional monitors late last year to install them into some ASUS monitors per this Polygon article. So that's something, like I said, we're probably going to have to look into a little bit more about that. Well, they're probably sending, well, they, they're, they're probably sending them to OEMs. They're not going to send them to micro center for, you know, me and you to put yeah. into them. Although I'd give it a shot. I'd give it a shot. What the hell? Oh yeah. You know, with soldering <laughs> down, a, you know, soldering down a, a board to your, your logic board going to help. No problem. We got it covered. We got this. <laughs> I play with Arduino. My dad's got a TV repair kit. I could do anything. <laughs> I got some copper cables. He's got the ultimate set of fucking tools. <laughs> a man's arms are his tools, Joe. <laughs> All right, Steam Machine. We Steam are talking machine. about the Steam Machine once again, the first Steam Machine. To debut this month for $18.99, 12 more Steam Machine developers are confirmed. Digital Storm is releasing the first dedicated Steam Machine later this month for about $18.99, for $1,899 US. Yep. Which, it does sound high, but um, the, the Digital, thing Storm, Digital Storm computers are usually, some of their stuff is higher end usually. <laughs> I like how you say that so lackadaisical, like digital storms, just no no BFD. You know, like, eh, their stuff's high end. Well, that, yeah, I mean, if you look at a lot of their cases and a lot of their builds, I mean, they're oh no, they're they're, they're one of the boutique the boutique players and yeah, from what oh, I've seen, absolutely, nice work. oh, absolutely. Um, I thought this one was interesting. I think they're being a little cagey with the specs, even though you know you could just go get specs for a Steam box anywhere, but this is clearly above and beyond what a steam box was specced at. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah, they, this is like, you know, there's the recommended steam box. And then there's the, if you want to fucking just blow things away, steam box, this is what we're going to tell you to put in there. If you, if you want to turn this on and blow the breaker in your house. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was looking at this earlier. I'm actually not really impressed with the way the case looks for this one. I actually think it's kind of ugly. And, I don't know. I'm just one of those weird people that when I build PCs, I want them to look like appliances, not mm-hmm. these ridiculous sore thumbs that stick out. So when you walk into a house, you're like, oh, that's clearly your PC. It looks like a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah, I want it to look oh. like something that just integrates nicely into a shelf. Is yeah, clean. You've, never, you've never seen my PC then. No, well, well mine has, <laughs> mine lights up pretty, pretty well. Um, but it's not obnoxious. You know, mine's a, mine's a full tower, <laughs> full ATX. It's when I got this thing delivered to work, the people at work were looking at me like, "Did you order a fucking refrigerator?" I'm like, "No, that's my computer case." <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, Seriously, no. several people walked down the aisle. Like, what the fuck is that? She went to her refrigerator. I'm like, that's oh, my computer case. I'm building a PC. They're like, what the fuck are you building? I was like, you got, you got a building full, a PC. You got a full ATX and then buy like a, a mini ATX board. <laughs> it's a nice case. It's it's a it's a thermal take case. It's a Zazar. It's 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 older now. Oh, wow. It's about three years old. Yeah, I remember. Um, but back then, there really wasn't anything cool that I that I really really liked. This was like the nicest thing. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the other cases I was looking at the time just really didn't. I just didn't like the look of them. Right. That, so, I usually I usually go for uh, Cooler Master or uh, yeah, uh, Leon Lee cases are actually really oh nice. definitely definitely yeah. those are those are you pay for those though. Oh yeah, yep. Especially in the full towers are. I was trying to spec out my machine, and I was like, I don't think I could afford a full tower Leon Lee, Leon Lee case. So when I when I used to do uh, when I used to do contract like traveling around contracting work, I would spec out builds for people because I had some people that were wanting you know gaming builds, and I would right. spec them out, build them for them, and, and I I sold quite a few Leon Lee cases, and they were two fifty oh, three hundred dollars a piece. They're definitely worth the money. They're definitely outstanding oh, yeah. cases if you can oh, afford yeah. them. Yep. If you could work that into your build price, fucking, I, yeah, I'd get one at the drop of a dime as well. Oh yeah, and they're gorgeous too. They're not. Yes. I mean, some of some of them are the obnoxious, you know, typical stereotypical alien shit. But um, it's kind of what mine looks like. That's, that's so obnoxious, <laughs> dude. Why are you why are you building shit like that? Because I was just. When I built a computer, I was like, I'm fucking going balls to the wall with everything. And I pretty much did. I are mean, you, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to build the Starship Enterprise control room or? No, I just wanted a computer that would just last and it would be very easily, easy to upgrade. I mean, so I got like a, a really, really nice kilowatt power supply. I mean, just everything in here can basically be upgraded or I can pull pull the motherboard out and throw it in maybe like a mid tower case for the wife or something like that once I'm done with it. Um, I haven't even really started overclocking this thing. And truthfully, the CPU on this thing is usually never goes over 50% when I'm playing a game. If that it's, I mean, I mean, uh, when NVIDIA puts out the new graphics cards this year, I'll probably get an 800 series graphics card. Um, I'd like to get one of those cause I only have like a 560 TI right now. So it's time for me to upgrade the graphics card, but I'm still, I got 12 gigs of Ram in it. And I feel that the processor just is not being pushed enough to where I really need to upgrade it yet. It's probably getting close, right? You know, in the next maybe maybe year or two, but right now there is nothing that's really killing the CPU on this thing. And I've loaded up multiple virtual machines and had games running, and that basically is just consuming all my memory. Right, and that's the thing a lot of people don't realize. I, I know we're getting off on a tangent here, but that's the oh, thing. Oh yeah, we're of, yeah, we're good. You know, Big tangent. <laughs> that's the thing a lot of people don't realize when they when they build PCs is that you know ninety eight percent. Well, I wouldn't say ninety eight percent. I'd say ninety percent of the work that gets done in your PC is going to get choked off into your into your RAM. Yeah, you know it's not it's not necessarily going to choke your processor, but by the same token, if you have a shit processor or the bus on your motherboard is not wide enough to you know, or it's not decent enough to handle that traffic, you know, your processor is going to become your bottleneck. Oh, definitely. Point. You know, so it, I mean, I've got the, the one PC I have here is a uh, Phenom 2 Black uh, dual core. Mm-hmm. And I have another one that has uh, Hexacore. But I'm 
that, that never gets taxed ever. Right. Yeah. You I know. mean, that's the thing. The CPUs nowadays are so powerful. Once they started coming out with some of the quad core stuff, they just, there, there's just so much room in there for these things to just power things. It's like I said, probably in the next year or two, it's probably going to start getting a little long in the tooth and some of the games coming out are probably going to push it. Right. Um, but as long as I have a decent video card, I think behind it, I could probably still get some more life out of it. So I don't, I don't even really want to touch the motherboard or CPU or memory yet. Yeah, I mean, that Phenom 2 I've had for a little over three and a half years now. And it's, yeah. it's I mean, it, it's perfect. I love it. I mean, it's not even overclocked either. I could. Overclock. And that's, I was, I was just going to say the motherboard I got is a pretty good motherboard and I got the Core i7-930. Mm. I could easily overclock this thing because I have a huge CPU fan on this thing that was not cheap as well so i know i have the cooling for it to overclock i mean i basically built this thing to be ready to overclock so once i start feeling that i need that extra power i can basically flip it on i just haven't felt the need yet mm-hmm. so let's get into another story because we got games to talk about still besides story. oh yeah and not, not just pc shit yeah although we do pc gaming Oh, dude. <laughs> Every now and then. <laughs> although although you, you haven't touched your since you got the Vita, so. Your, really probably, your, your PC's probably like, he doesn't like me anymore. What the hell, man? Dude, <laughs> dude Resident Evil 6 hours are, are feeling it. Because, you know, 120 hours of Resident Evil 6 just isn't enough. You know, I, I got to shoot for 200. You're not top of my papers, please, hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I can't even talk off. I can talk now. Metal Gear Solid 5 gets rare sexual violence ratings description. Yeah. Ooh. That sounds fucking intense. Well, I, um, and I, I love the video that they're showing here on Kotaku. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, this that just it. looks fucking insane. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so th- the basic premise here is um, there is a character in Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, I'm assuming she's a helper character. Um, she is a female sniper. She's very scantily dressed um, for some reason. I, yeah, whatever. Um, apparently, there are some scenes in this game where she gets tortured quite sadistically. And mm-hmm. it's very, very graphic. It looks so, like- yeah. And what we're seeing on that, what you know, what you see on that Kotaku article, that that gift there, um, it's just scraping the tip of the iceberg, from what I've been told. So, um, MGS Five is getting a uh, sexual violence rating from the ESRB, which, interestingly enough, is the first game to get it since two thousand six. Yeah, it sounds like it's still getting an M rating. Mm-hmm. But and, um, yeah, the descriptor is, is one of the few times, only the second time it's been used. Right, and mm-hmm. and it's also interesting to note too that Australia typically outright bans games that oh. have that on there. Even if, they'll let mature games hell in, yeah they'll let mature games into the country, but you know depending on what grade they get from the SRB, if you know they would just outright ban them. MGS five Australians, you guys aren't getting it. Just hands yeah. down, you're not getting it. Was was it um. Grand Theft Auto Five, where they actually had, or no, 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 it was Saints Row Four, I think, where they actually had a scene removed. Yeah, 
from the game before it went to Australia. I think it was. Yeah, yep. it was it was Saints Row Four. Yep. So yeah, for Australia they actually had a scene room, which is hey, whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm kinda glad our stuff doesn't get um get done like that here. Right. But at least it at least this doesn't force the AO rating on the game because I have a feeling if it went AO there aren't too many AO games out there. So no, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't think too many people would let that happen. So. Yeah. I mean, you get into a sketchy area with this kind of stuff because you start, you start impeding on the ground of our video games, a form of art. Does this, right. does this, you know, does this impede on an, on uh, an art form and that kind of thing. And at this point, I really think the arguments move video games are an art form. Oh, definitely. It's an art medium. You know, the second we started investing billions of dollars into a video game production like you do with a movie production, even before that, you know, video games are always an expression of of the creator or, Mm -hmm. you know, group thereof. Um, You know, it is an art form. So ratings like this are by nature restrictive of that art form. But then, you know, the sexual violence rating, do you want your kids seeing that? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where parents need to step in and be like, you know, does, does little Johnny really need to see this? Mm -hmm. Completely up to you, but I would probably say no. Oh no. My, my nieces and nephews would never, ever see this in a million years. (laughs) At least not until they were old enough to, but by then, you know, Metal Gear Solid five is going to be, you know, like the Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man <laughs> to them. So the, the point hey, these graphics look like shit. I don't want to play this. <laughs> you played that, Uncle Greg. What the fuck's wrong with you? So yeah, at but least, I, at least at least at least their graphics look like people, where I just look like blocked blobs on the screen. What's wrong with that? Uh, yeah, I liked it, and I grew up with it, so I'm completely fine with it. <laughs> Yeah, and the other interesting point I wanted to wanted to bring out with that story was uh, I was reading the Kotaku Twitter feed, and uh, some genius on there he replied to Kotaku on that. <laughs> and if you're if you're a Metal Gear Solid fan, you might get a kick out of this. Second comment down on there is like riding the bitch gets raped. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> lovely, lovely. He's such lovely. a douche. I lovely. fucking hate Ryden. He is such a douche. <laughs> He, I, I love Metal Gear Solid 2. I really do. Well, yeah, because you're going to play it on the Vita. Absolutely. I just downloaded it. But <laughs> Are you serious? Did you? Yeah, yeah I did. So I, I'm going to replay it again. But I was going to say that. Bitch? That's right. That's right. You have Persona 4 Golden on, on freaking memory card. So your, your your whole memory card isn't consumed by Persona 4 Golden like mine is. <laughs> I, have, Fucker. I have P4 Golden on card and my 4 gig... I actually went and bought it. I bought a 16 gig card because I just couldn't take it anymore. Oh, you actually did. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so my 16 gig card is full of anime and my four gig card is going to hold my saves and MGS2 HD. Cool. So yeah, but Ryden is such a bitch. I hate him. He's such a douche. Oh. <laughs> All right. The last thing we have in our stories, you have a call out to SFML. Yeah, I was playing around with it. Uh, SFML is a uh, multimedia development library written in C++. Um, it seems kind of like a little bit of a fringe project, but there's a decent amount of traction there. And I've been playing around with it and it actually seems really cool. I had made a little game earlier today with it. Oh, cool. uh, 
the it, it's it's stupid as fucked up. All you like there's a sword there and it's it's overscaled in the camera and all you do is click on it and as you click on it you get points but it gradually gets smaller and smaller and the smaller it gets you know it gets harder to click on it so you click on it you get more points and then eventually it just disappears into space and the whole thing your computer blows up. So <laughs> it took me like it took me like two hours to make it because uh, I was mostly unfamiliar with the, the framework. Right. Um, a lot of the stuff I had to shim in. Uh, I did some animation, like some sprite animation demos and uh, collision detection is a little goofy, uh, but it seems really good. And I'm going to try to do a couple more things with it. So yeah, uh, SFML guys, great job. I'd like to see more from it. Uh, so yeah, if you're, if you're into game development and like using, you know, fringe or indie libraries, SFML is out there. Check it out. Cool. Check it out. Yep. And it works great with Windows and Linux, uh, especially nice. better with Linux, especially better with Linux because Visual C++ is a bitch. Of course. Of course. Yep. And you know what? You, you know what I kind of thought of when you said you, it makes your computer blow up? What's that? I was kind of looking at the desk, the, the desk next to me up here, which is my wife's desk. And I have her laptop sitting on there. Were you running my game on that, Joe? And her, and her laptop is, is running. Mm-hmm. And I know the browser's still going. And I think that candy game we were playing last week is probably still look, counting up money for me in candies. I, I, I probably, saved probably for the past week. Yeah, I let mine go. I, I, <laughs> saved, I saved and closed it out, dude. I think on candies one, I had like 32 billion lollipops. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, there's just no point anymore. I mean, it was turning into let's just see how many lollipops I have, so I can tell Joe I've got 32 billion lollipops. What did you ever? Did you ever beat the dragon? Because I had beat the dragon. I beat him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I never. I never made it through hell. I have not made it through hell yet. Hell was nope. insane. Nope. Well, it's hell, Joe. I know it was. Yeah. So we are in the what I'm playing now part, but it was just kind of funny. Because when you had said your computer blows, I was just like looking over there. I'm like, you know what? I think that browser's still open, even though the lid's closed. Chrome's tanking. I, I think I got the candy game still loading up. I'm going to have to check that after this show to you see know, what I, the hell is going on. You know, it's interesting. I did not give that URL to my buddy, Tom. I remember I, uh, you met him when we were doing Skype on the Vita. Yeah. Yeah, I, I told him I was going to give him the URL for that, and I never gave it to him. I need to send it to him now so he gets that because he wanted to try it. There you go. All right. So I will start talking about one of the things I was playing this week. Well, these are these are yours anyway. So I've got, well, the two of them on here are mine. Too, a couple so. of them are yours because, well, we could start off with Persona, Persona 4 Golden. I'm still playing that. I'm like level really 25. I'm like level 25. Well, we might as well just get the biggest one out of the way. I'm level 25. I'm like through the third or third dungeon or so. Um, I'm still having a blast with the game. That game is fucking awesome. I still love the music. The wife's getting pissed at me because I'm sitting around with my headphones on constantly and I'm just like <laughs> not paying a fucking attention to a word she's saying. She we get some goddamn headphones off you like a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, you bought me the Vita. I'm not putting the Vita down. <laughs> second of all, second of all, I got the headphones on so I can sit here and listen to the music and everything because it's a, there's a good story here in this game and I want to hear it. Well, so you can apologize. I, I feel like I kind of introduced you to the Persona Beast. So you can apologize to Kim for me. No, I probably would have played it because it's from from reading the forums and everything. It seems like it's one of the better games that's out on on the Vita. Um, even uh, you know, I haven't played a ton of games, but I can say this is it's definitely a great game. Uh, correction, it is the best game for the Vita. <laughs> 
Okay, it is the best game for the Vita. Yes, it is. So, uh, so uh, speaking of that, I have actually finished P4 yeah, Gold. Fucking unbelievable! I finished it in a week, dude. Is is that even right? I don't no. even think that's right. That's no, fucking. That's not. just ridiculous. The, the, the interesting point about this, and this is a little backstory. Joe and I kind of had like a little competition going at first because he got P4 Golden before me. I got it like two days before you, and I knew yeah. there was no way in hell I was going to keep up with you. So I just played it whenever. Um, right, but I, then, I can't believe you finished it already. And That's then insane. What was it? The, the third day, you we were like kind of checking up on it, and I was already just a hair ahead of you. Yeah. And then the next time, I was like more than seventy five percent done with the game. <laughs> yeah, it was like you went from like level sixteen to yeah, I'm in the sixties now. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like level eighteen, I think. <laughs> yeah. So I so I finished the game. Um, I think I finished it at level 90. Um, I had max traits, uh, like the the knowledge, courage, uh, diligence, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything was maxed out. Um, here's, here's a question for you, since you just mentioned those parts. Yeah. What sport did you join? Did you join a sport? No. You did not join a sport. I joined soccer. Did you did join you- one of the other clubs? Music. You joined music? Yeah. Because I was thinking about joining one of the other clubs, but then I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to do all this crap because I'm trying to do – I was I was doing the soccer club, mm. and then I got the side job of making envelopes right now. Right. To start off with. So did you do a job? Yep. I did three of them, actually. Oh, you did you, – you actually progressed through them? Yep. Yeah, some of them actually have slings, uh, slings to them. Uh, the daycare job has a slink to it. Um, I think there's one other one that has a slink to it too. I can't remember which one. So the day, the daycare job, when did you, you must've started that off later in the game then, because don't you need a certain, is that open right away? Uh, it's one of the first ones that's open, but you need uh, understanding and knowledge, I believe, a decent decent level. I was going to say, I thought you needed the understanding and I, that's what I don't think I've pumped up right yet. Yeah. Have you, have you been reading books? Um, I've read two books so far. I read one book and then I, the, I, I read one book that was at the bookstore. And then the second book I bought at the bookstore was actually to help me with uh, my job of stuffing envelopes, <laughs> um, which, in, which basically almost gives you, it almost looks like it gives you when you do the stuffing envelopes, it looks like it gives you a knowledge bump up twice instead of just once. I think it's diligence for that, for the envelopes ones. Yeah. Maybe it is diligence. I don't but, know. Yeah. That's, yeah um, that, that stuff confuses me. Um, Read books big time. Uh, okay. There's actually well, there's for there's multiple reasons. One, there's actually a trophy for reading all the books. Two, oh really? Uh, yeah, yep. Did and you, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure you got that. No, actually, not on the first playthrough. No, uh, because okay. I ra- I ran out again at the end of the game. Um, but I, I think I'm three books shy of the trophy. No, so so no, seriously, do read the books. There is also a later in the game, like I would say halfway through the game, there's also a book that shows up that lets you read two chapters at once instead of just one. Oh, which, that's fucking sweet. Which makes it phenomenally easier to finish the list. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the first book I had, I think, was two chapters. Uh-huh. The book that helped me with the stuffing envelopes, I want to say that was three or four chapters. Yeah, those four I think, ones. I think, it was three. I think it was three, but there's another book I could buy right now at the store. I think that's four chapters because when I looked, I saw it was like, I think it was like four chapters. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that's like four evenings worth of reading. I'm like, that's yeah. a lot of time to invest into that. So, 
Yeah, but definitely read the books so they will increase your stats, especially there, there are some too that will help you double or excuse me. They will let you get double or triple the stat points you would get normally. Oh, cool. Uh, so like there's a book that will let you increase your knowledge. Like it will double or triple your knowledge every time you study. So like if you go to your desk, uh, sometimes you're guaranteed at least two. Uh, but you can get three perks to, towards your stats for that. Uh, and you can only get those if you read certain books. Okay. Yeah, so that that's a way to do that. Um, I maxed out seven of the slinks. Um, they still got a couple more to go. Um, and <laughs> trying to think of what else I did. Uh, Chie was my girlfriend. Really? Yeah, I picked her for the first one. Um, See, now I was going to go for Yaniko. Is it? Is that her name? Yukiko. 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 Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to do her this time around. <laughs> really? Not literally. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, I'm probably going to. We're starting for a gold and turn into an adult only game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not. Here's the interesting thing. Persona Four comes, and this is. We've talked about this with P3P. Um, Persona 4 also has the new Game Plus thing that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Um, so some stats that you have in your playthrough will carry over into a new one. I was actually a little disappointed with what was available in P4 on a new Game oh, really? Plus. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. What is there, I'm very pleased with that because it saves a lot of work. Um. So, like, for – I'll just give you a couple examples. Um, your personal stats carry over. So, if you max out your knowledge, diligence, and all that stuff, that carries over. You don't have to do all that shit again. Nice. Um, nice. Your, when you max out a slink, you get an item for maxing that out. So, you don't have to – I mean, you have to redo the slink in the game over, but you already have the perk for maxing it out, so it doesn't matter. Right? Um any items that you get opened up in the shops will carry over into the new game. So let's say you go to the weapon shop and you have, you know, these weapons that are massive, massive damage. Like they're near godlike weapons. They're expensive as hell, but you can get them right from the beginning of the game. You have that so, option to get them. So when you, when you're done with the dungeon and you go to the weapon guy, mm-hmm. Do you just give him all the stuff that you picked up from the dungeon? I, I've been because they have that option on the top. They're just like, give him everything. So I'm like, okay, I don't, I haven't found, found or seen anything that shows up on that list that I need to keep. Mm-hmm. They, so I'm just like, give to everybody, give him everything. And I'm like, am I giving him everything? And am I giving him going to give him something that I need to keep for later on in the game? There are later on in the game. There are a few, like, you know how you can get those quests from random NPCs. They have like the, yes, blue I, over the head. I, I, I try to pick up a lot of those quests and I've actually finished, finished several of them so far. Right. Later on in the game, there actually are a few of them that want materials. So okay. you kind of need to watch what you get. But at that point in the game, you can farm the materials like a mother. So it doesn't matter. Gotcha. You know, so, but you just need to keep an eye on that way. You're not just running in there draconianly saying sell all. Um, and I think the only other thing I need to do is work on the persona compendium and the skill cards. And okay. then I, I should Aside from beating the game on very hard, I should be pretty close to 100%ing the game. Nice. 
So your second your second playthrough, are you playing through at the same level normal or are you going to hard? I, I went to hard. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Gotta do a gradual up to it because on very hard, uh, if you get tanked once it's done. Right. So yeah, I'm kinda yeah, I wanna make sure I've got all the weapons and stuff that I can possibly get a hold of before I go ahead and commit to something like that. Yeah, it almost sounds like it's kind of the same way they did Diablo three where, you know, mm-hmm. you have to play through all your, you know, basically play through the first time, grind through it a little bit to get the better weapons then play through it a second time before you go to the next level, you know, until you're playing the game through the game, like the fourth time where I just stopped because it was just fucking it. Just, uh, uh. <laughs> um, that's, I can't believe you fucking finished it. That's fucking crazy. As far as I'm concerned, that's just insane. The only other, yeah. The, the only other thing I want to say about P4 before that. So we don't, you know, as if we already haven't, you know, beat it into the ground. Uh, we, we've, you and I both have been ranting and raving about the music in the game. Um, yeah. Once you beat the game, there are other options that will open up in the TV listings. Um, they add all the music that's available in the game, and they will also add some music videos that weren't available originally in the song battle. Oh, nice. Dude, dude, so fucking good. So fucking good. Oh, I can't wait. I got to finish it now. So, so I'm going to be working good. on it. I'm, I've been I've been playing it, but see, I don't I don't just play one thing like you. I was just I got I get sidetracked. I, I'm ADD. I, even I, with I, even with Persona Four being as good as it is, I still like the next game I wanted. I was going to talk about Urban Trial Freestyle was one of the free games for last week on the Vita, and it's basically just a stupid, silly little motorcycle physics based game like the Java games you play in your browser. Oh, I, saw that. Your, I, didn't, I didn't download it where you know so i was like playstation plus i was like i i deleted the cod you know update for my for my system so i had the 400 meg back to me and that was only like 160 i think so i was like what the fuck let me download it. let me play around with this and i i have all of the levels unlocked but the last one right now i have my bike almost maxed out to with everything other than the highest engine suspension and tires the one night i was sitting there for probably two fucking hours doing this one level over and over again just to see if i can get a little bit further in my jump and like every 10 minutes i'd get maybe just a little bit further (laughs) nope lost him same thing over can you still hear me? All right. It looks like we might have lost Greg. Not too sure what happened. Hopefully he comes back. But like I've been saying, I've been playing Urban Trial Freestyle. Um, not a bad little game. It, it's kind of cool for free for PlayStation Plus. It was pretty good. So it was something I really couldn't pass up. Um, I was actually playing a little earlier today after I got done with work. And it's it's just still something that... I will go back to every now and then, and I just have not been able to. Oh, you're back! Yeah, uh, Frosty cool. knocked. Frosty was knocking on the window. Um, <laughs> I just decided. So a bitch was, on the internet right now. So a bitch was hanging from the wires outside. <laughs> I was just continuing my conversation on Urban Trial Freestyle, saying that it was for a free game. I couldn't pass it up, and I just, for some reason, I like those stupid games, and I don't know why. 
I mean, these, these, those are the type of games you maybe just download on your phone or something like that. And those stupid physics based games, I want to say, I don't like them, but every time I see a new one and I try it, I just get sucked into it for hours for some stupid fucking reason. And I don't know why. <laughs> so I used to do that with, uh, what was it? Um, uh, of course, you know, this is, this is going to be showing my age here. Um, oh yeah let's do that <laughs> the, the, I, i'm saying that relative to my generation oh okay uh, so <laughs> minitrix if anybody remembers minitrix.com just a fucking play that pool game on there like a mother oh geez oh uh, we actually we played it so much they had to ban it at our high school <laughs> and then uh and that's when and that's when we figured out how to backdoor and get around the firewall so we're like yes gotta love when you can do that oh yeah that's that that guy at that school didn't have a fucking clue what he was doing man <laughs> don't you love it yeah no more than the people that are supposed to know what they're doing <laughs> i even saw us doing it too and he's just like wow okay you guys can do that whatever <laughs> he's like hey you know what if you guys do it that way i'll, I'll give you that because i didn't think <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times, good times. So one of the other things I started screwing around with that I had heard people talk about on the Vita before was this little thing called Wake Up Club. It is a stupid fucking little app. It's basically an alarm clock that has a game attached to it. That's all it is. That that sounds dumb. That is all it fucking is. But you know what? I've been doing it for almost a week straight, and I've already got a couple of trophies from it. That sounds worse than freaking play that that welcome park. You know what? I went back to that welcome park and I should have put that fucking on here. I went back to that the other day. For fuck's sake. I went back to that the other day and I actually got trophies on several of the ones that I had troubles on troubles with before. I was I was flying on some of the things all of a sudden. I don't know if it's because maybe all of a sudden I understand how to touch my fucking Vita. I don't know what it is. You you played P4 and you increased your knowledge. I must have. That's exactly what it was. But wake up club. It's an alarm clock is, is all it is. The alarm clock goes off. You basically have to grab your Vita, press it to tell the game. Yeah, I'm awake now because whoever gets it the fastest, you're playing against all these other people who are waking up on the same time as you. And you want to be first one to press the button. So you're first. And then anybody who isn't basically pressing the button, you want to press them to cheer them on. And you That's get trophies horrible. for cheering. No, dude. That's a horrible right. fucking game. That is try. such a dick move. Hurry and get up. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> fuck? It was, dude, the one day I was sitting there and I woke up before the before my alarm and I just sat there with my Vita in my hand. And I was like, come on, go off, you motherfucker. Go off. Go off. I want to be the first one. I actually got first place um, two or three days in a row, I think. Who are you competing against to wake up, though? Other people. Other people who had their times, their their alarm clock set to that who are on the PlayStation oh, or were on PSN. Christ. It's oh just fucked up, man. It is it's something so stupid. Competitive waking up. <laughs> yes. <really? laughs> yes. <laughs> You gotta try it, man. I'm going for three o'clock. I'm going for three a.m. next week, man. Yeah. So that was it. It is crazy. Um, it the one thing I thought that was kind of neat about it. They have different um skins you can put over the game. So like my alarm clock is one from Tokyo City. Is the game called? It's a game I was playing on the PS3. 
where you have where you basically play as different animals and you try to survive. I think it's Tokyo State. I can't remember the name of the game now. It's been a while since I played it. But, you know, with Cleveland Zoo. (laughs) No, it's I can guarantee it's not Don't Starve. No, it's not, it's not called Tokyo City because there is no game out there for that. I'll have to look up the game and see what it is, and I'll have to maybe write it down for next week. Tokyo Extreme Racer was really good, though. Dreamcast. Uh, there you go. There we go. That's going old school. So one of the other things besides Wake Up Club, um, I picked up Papers, Please. I picked that up from Humble Bundle because they sell individual games now, and they had a good sale on it, so I picked it up from them. That game, I only have... <laughs> All for fun. Here we go. Even though Steam says I have 154 hours in it because the game's <laughs> paused and minimized right now. Um, I do not have 154 hours in the fucking game and only one achievement unlocked. How can you... Here's here's my question. How can you possibly... <laughs> let, let, let's look I at this. I don't let, turn off my computer. I didn't let me turn put it this into perspective, okay? Persona 4 Golden is a far deeper game than Papers, Please, and somehow I beat it with 60-some hours, Okay. <laughs> Papers, please, is not as deep as Persona 4, yet you somehow managed to put 150-plus hours into the game. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want the achievement for it. I don't know. Is there an achievement <laughs> maybe, for I, maybe there's hours? Steam, maybe there's a Steam achievement for it. Who knows? You know, I'll find out. I'm just going to let it run. Fuck it. <laughs> there's a Steam achievement. You're an idiot. <laughs> um, it's an interesting little game. It's... It's kind of stressful, to be honest, when you're playing through the game, because some of the decisions that you have to make um, when you don't get enough people to go through the border gate, because basically you're playing a border guard and you'll find out that people are going to come up to you, give you their credentials and everything. And you have to sit there and look at everything and compare it. And figure out whether it looks legit or not and whether everything is correct and then whether you allow them through or not. Okay. And the more people you let through, the more money you make for the day. If you don't let enough people through or if you don't process enough people, let's say, you don't make enough money. So maybe that means you can't afford rent. You can't afford food. You can't afford heat. If you can't afford some of those things, your family might get sick. You then need to afford oh, medicine. Oh, I get so it's a psychological thing. It's it. I'm telling you, it's messed up. Some of the decisions you have to make. Did you let Did you let baby smugglers through, Joe? No, I didn't. But I'm to a point where I can I'm I can let these people that gave me some good amount of money through. But then the government came through and saw that I got this extreme amount of money and moved to a good house and they were like with your job you cannot do that and they confiscated my bank and everything like that so it's, it's really it's really it's really fucked up I mean, you get you got to play it i don't want to go too much into it because i know you haven't played it yet and i know i know you just picked it up too um but it's 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 interesting i've, I've played it maybe for about an hour or two and the first time, my first playthrough, I think I died like instantly because dumbass me was unchecking stuff when he should be leaving it checked. And like my family got sick and everybody just died. And I'm like, I was like, how, how, how did you get what killed? Did somebody like shoot I was you being stupid. I was just being stupid. I wasn't paying attention. 
So you're letting everybody play- you're, you were letting everybody into Moldova for free. <laughs> my second playthrough was definitely is is definitely going much better. Um, it saves at the end of each day, so if you do mess up on a day, you can go back and restart from there and continue on. Um, but you definitely got to give it a shot, and I'm telling you, it's each day that you come back to work, they add one more dimension to the game another piece that you have to look for something else that you have to look at and it just you you just start to get frazzled because you're having to look at so many different things to see whether this person is legitimate or not and whether you really want to let them through or whether you're going to get dinged because if you let somebody through that you shouldn't have it actually does a report and if you get reported for a couple of times in a day you then start getting money deducted from your account from, your, from, what you, from what you make for the day. So it's it's kind of like a fucking job. It's actually worse than a job. It's I a, job my, I I, a job I wouldn't want. I the, hate my job. I hate my job <laughs> enough as it is. I don't want another job I hate. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what you have with this game. It's Mother a job. Fuck. It's a job you will hate. And it's a job you don't want. But it's, uh, but it's just intriguing and it will bring you back to it. No, see, I can make the separation. This is a game. This is not my job um i'll probably hate it though yeah but i'm you gotta yeah. give it a shot if you hate it you oh, hate i will it. No absolutely deal. yeah I, I'll, I'll i'll give it a shot this week so one of the other things i wanted to mention to you when i had just looked at my 154 hours played in papers please <laughs> i actually made money on steam this week Ooh, joe the profiteer so i have 32 cents in my wallet <laughs> wow grandpa money bags over on here. my way to the east side going up baby <laughs> they're going up and get tossed off the roof so uh if you were paying attention to the steam sale you can vote on daily deals on some of the games and if you voted on if you're like level five in steam and you vote on like three of the game three of those deals that were coming out every four or eight hours or something um, you would get a snow globe. So I had several snow globes. I didn't collect them all, um, but I had some duplicates. So I threw them up on sale and actually made, I think I sold two of them for 16 cents a piece. So some of these other cards I have, I may start putting up on there and seeing, I'm never going to collect the cards. So I might as well just sell them and get any sort of money that I can and then just put it towards games. The more games you play, the more cards you get, the more money you can make, the more games you can buy. See, Joe, they've already got you. They don't have me because I'm not buying the cards. They would have me if I was the one that was actually buying the cards, trying to complete out my collections. So in other words, words, you're turning into a card mercenary. Basically, yeah. I'm a card shark. (laughs) Card shark. (laughs) I'm not going to be your fucking runner, man. I'm not going to be your runner. Well, I don't know if you've you've ever paid much attention to the cards, but if you actually collect – so many cards or complete a set you can actually craft stuff with the cards you collected you can craft different like items and stuff i think it is or different cards or i don't know what the hell can i have somebody send me a cake that's all i care about <laughs> nice I care about cake. That. that's all i want but i just i just wanted to let you know that i actually made money on steam and i'm at 32 cents now i don't need do i need to claim that on taxes 32 cents <laughs> <laughs> I think anything under a dollar, you don't have to. So I, I, thought, just it was under, I thought it was under 400. It could be. That's under 400, dude. I so, think you're good. 
Unless you start, you know, card sharking Steve. Unless Hunt's if card. I really, yeah. Unless if I really start getting cards or making some money, which most of them are selling for nickels and everything. The snow globes, I think, were just selling for a little bit more because uh, they were so new. But um, I, I was just, I, I was just stoked. I was gonna text you the first day I sold something because I got an email. It was like, you just sold an item on Steam. I'm like, huh? I was like, <laughs> I was like oh shit, I sold a globe. I was like, hell oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like I sold a fucking globe. That's like that, that one idiot moment when you first figure out. Like, <laughs> I saw the email come through and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I'm like, "I fucking sold." It. I was like, "Hell yeah!" You feel like a pioneer in Steve. Like, <laughs> I claim this land for Joe. Oh man, it was fucking crazy. So, last thing we have on here, I think we already talked some about P3P. You want to yeah, talk? Do you want to talk uh, about anything I'm, about Persona Three? I'm going back and finish. I because I was an idiot and and you know. I was about 75% through P3P um, and then got my Vita and P4. And I kind of was just like, yep, PSP goes over there. <laughs> you were like, PSP? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> uh, now that I'm now that I'm taking a little bit more of a uh, relaxed approach to P4, um, I'm still by far not done with it, but I uh, figured I'd go back and finish P3P. And I have to tell you, Holding my PSP now is really awkward. I could, I, I haven't really? touched, I haven't, I haven't used mine, but I can see that because it's really fucking awkward. The Vita is just so light, and I just love the feel of it. I just, I just the way it fits in your hand, just the the two the two nub sticks and everything, the two and just the way it's laid out. Just the oh, weight which, of it. Just the weight which, alone. Which I showed you earlier, and I'll, I'll show everybody else, too. I actually got these little nub attachments for my Vita. Um, they're little caps that actually invert the uh, the thumbsticks. So instead of being rounded on top, now, they, now they're concave. So they yes. go you know, that way. makes it so much easier to play, dude. And I want to ask you something. Do you have the uh, 2000 series, P, uh, the Vita, or do you have the 1001? Um, 1001. I don't think the 2000 series is out yet. I don't think okay. it's coming out. I, if it's out, it might only be out in Japan. Yeah, I was just saying because it's I see coming it. out in they, the U.S. Right, because I was looking at the tech specs for it. They removed the OLED screen and just went back to LED. And that was one of the first things I looked at when my wife when my wife got it for me. I flipped it around and I yeah. saw it was the first generation, and I was like, cool, because that's what I want. Yeah, uh, dude. All I've been seeing is it's been giving it like an hour plus, like an hour and a half extra battery life. I want my OLED screen. That thing's fucking gorgeous. And and you know what? That's exactly why I wanted the OLED screen as well, because I saw when that was first announced a while ago, I can't remember when they announced it. Um, I saw screenshots of the OLED screen next to the LCD screen and the LCD just looked a little washed out. Didn't look as bright. Didn't look as vibrant. The colors didn't look as good. And I was like, Ooh, if I ever get a Vita, I want to try to get a first gen one. That was the other thing I was going to say too, was actually now that I've jumped back to my PSP, it's a lot harder for me to stay focused on that screen because I'm so used to looking at the OLED and everything just jumping out at me. Yes. Oh yeah. And this this one, I mean, the screen is just so washed and, and, I'm not saying it's it's going to be harder to play because I did the Vita and now I'm going back to the PSP. It's just a very awkward experience now. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I think I think the difference between the 1000 and the 2000 series was like you said, you get like an hour battery life, um, LCD screen. I think it's a little lighter, yeah. which to me the Vita is fucking so light. 
It's, I mean, it's compared it, to it's compared to the PSP because it doesn't have a whole drive heavier. mechanism and everything. It's heavier than the PSP. It's heavier than the PSP. I thought it was lighter than the PSP. Hmm. I'm gonna have to pull out my PSP now and see. No, it, it definitely it definitely feels heavier. Um, and I think on the 2000, you get a gig of RAM built in. Yeah, I think you do too. So, which is nice, but a gig that's going to be for saved games. You're not going to be fucking downloading anything to that thing. So whoop de do uh, give me the 64 gig fucking memory card over here in the U S already. And let me get one of them motherfuckers. So here's the other thing too. I, I went on the uh, accessory ordering spree for my Vita uh, last Friday. I think it was, I got those nubs. Uh, I got a USB cable coming and uh, I have a brushed aluminum case coming for the Vita as well. Nice. Uh, and it's black. Yeah. It's black. I got, I got, my wife got me the normal PS Vita case. That's like uh-huh. full leather, I'm sure. And inside it has like some, a little flap where you can put like different memory cards, which mm-hmm. I have COD in there right now. Um, and this, this is real nice because it's, you know, it's kind of, it's not just flimsy or anything. It's not, you can actually drop something on this or something, you know, and it'll actually protect the Vita. Uh-huh. So I was I was really stoked when the when I opened that up and I saw that. Actually, when I opened up my Christmas box, that was the first thing I saw was the case, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, she got me a fucking beat! Unbelievable!" Yeah, this one's actually it's it's not a case like that. It's actually it's actually a cover. It will sit over top of all this, and then it actually has an opening for the touch on the back and the camera. So it's like a sleeve for the Vita. See, now I had something like that. I had the Logitech clear case, clamshell case for the PSP. Mm-hmm. which you can open up and then play the PSP in the case and everything and then just close it. Right. Um, and it was like a hard plastic case. I had bought one of those early on because I just wanted something to protect it. I had so. something like that for my GBA. I remember when I, cause I got the GBA on launch day, uh, the original one. And I got the uh, Indigo one, which was see-through. And um, when I got that, I got that there was a uh, uh, Mad Cats case. Yeah. That wrapped around it and it was something like that. It made it feel a little bit more bulkier than what it was. And if you remember, the original GBA did not have a backlight. So that made it even worse when you had to like yes. tilt down it, you know. So but yeah, I'm I'm really stoked to get the USB cable because I want to try the sync tools on the Vita and see if you can back your shit up without screwing things up like you do with the PSP. <laughs> it gives you here's the thing it gives you the if, if you go to the content management app on the vita it gives you the option to sync to your pc via usb connection and it will dump your you know whatever's on your um on your card at the time it will sync with the pc but i'm i'm not sure what that means yet so yeah that'd be, yeah, that'd be interesting to see i wonder if i can dump my stuff out to the ps4 you can do if you have uh playstation plus you can do cloud sync I got PlayStation Plus, so I'm sure I'm doing the cloud sync. I do that right. on all my, I do that on most games. Right, but you know, it, it's a simple thing. You want that content local, so you don't have to download yeah. it every time you want it. And that's what I, I think we mentioned that before. I tried to do that before, and it, it actually violates their TOS. I don't right. know if they changed that yet, but that's oh, dude, that fucking sucks. <laughs> fucking sucks. All right, do we have anything else that we want to talk about for what we're playing now? I think we pretty much hit everything. I've been playing that thing for for a while now. <laughs> I actually, I, I'm trying to learn some of the P4 songs. I'm, I learned two of them. I'm pretty Are you serious. Sure, That's I'm pretty awesome. Sure got, I'm pretty sure I got two of them down. Um, what is it? Let's the uh, 
run to the beach and um what the fuck was the other one there was another one that i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out too but yeah that run to the beach one's fucking awesome dude i love it yeah, i was i, I was just all playing the music it on there's great I was just playing it earlier today, actually. <laughs> All right. Our last part of the show is what we want to play. I want to play some more papers, please, so I can actually make close to my 154 hours. Oops. I just hit the game up there. That's what that music was. <laughs> I hit the game instead of Steam. What does he go to 155 hours? Um, <laughs> I want to also try Monaco that I picked up. That just looks like a little funky type of game that I picked up. I think that one was pretty inexpensive on Steam. I heard some things about it, so I wanted to try it. I think it's a good multiplayer. So we we may have to try that one together. Yeah, I, I'd never heard of it either. Um, so I'm definitely wanting to to spend a little time with that one. So, I, I am going to do those two, uh, Monaco and Papers, please, uh, this week. I need to sometime find the time to play Gone Home because we still have not been able to talk about that yet. And I know you're you going to talk about it. I know. I dude, haven't. I haven't. Dude. I, will, I will do it this week, I promise. I'm t- I will do I it told- this week. I you didn't even think about it until I fucking told you, I, No, I, No, I, I told you. <laughs> two hours. That's all you needed. Just make some coffee at two hours. You're set, all man. Right. All right. Okay. 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 You will you will walk away. Okay. You will walk away with okay. this. You walk away from gone home. You will go home, <laughs> and your life will have changed, man. Okay, I will change my life this week. You better. I will. Because shit's gonna happen. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're at the end of an episode. That's me getting aggressive. We are pretty much just spot on. Just over an hour, like always. We are for some reason like like a clock, spot baby. on with that. Yeah, like, like it is. That's because we're that fucking good. All right, people can find us at whatimplayingnow.com. Send us some email, what I'm playing now at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter and follow us, what I'm playing now. And check out our Facebook page, which I all still need to work out all this stuff too. So I got so much stuff to do this week, it's just not even funny. It, you know, I, I fucking hate my job, man. I hate my job so bad. If I could just, if I could just go back to being indie, I would. I really would. And then I have more time to do stuff like this. There you go. Which I love doing because I can't think of any better way to spend my weekend than playing, you know, Persona Four and hanging up the phone when some asshole calls. Because <laughs> you know, I took the day off and people still call me. That sucks. You weren't playing sick good enough. I was supposed to have Friday off, man. Oh, my God, dude. So I, I need to tell you this off the air. It's just way too long. I'm going to drag this out because I would tell I would tell it on here. But, dude, it's going to turn into another hour conversation. All right. Well, we're going to end the podcast here. Everybody, follow us. Hit the website up. And let us know what you're playing now. We'll be back next week for another episode. Have a good one. Peace.